right, folks, Dave the Clone from the Hall 9 Network, still boots on the ground behind our booth here at the uh, New Jersey Harcon November 2021 edition. And uh, I'm here with a new friend. Everybody, let's meet Nix Linka. Hi. Hello. She, uh, <laughs> if you saw her Instagram, uh, you, she is the female <laughs> Freddy Krueger attacking yes. Jason for uh, Freddy vs. Jason Part 2. Mm -hmm. Femi vs. Jason, I guess, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is improv off the top, so deal with it. Improv is great. <laughs> and in the course of talking, Nix Linka happens to be an adult entertainer. Mm -hmm. So I said, hey, you know what? I've never had a chance to ask someone how, what an adult entertainer really, like, you know, when you say that, what does that mean? And uh, how did you get into this? An adult entertainer, I think I define it as um, somebody who makes content an entertaining way for adults, you know, <laughs> if that makes sense, for pleasure mostly. Okay, um, so yeah. <laughs> for adults, meaning this is uh, always uh, sexually oriented or? It depends how you define it because the thing is I mostly do a lot of fetish-based stuff. Okay. So like to you, it might be a silly kind of cartoon idea, but like a lot of videos I make, I pretend I'm a giant monster for people who want that. Why would that? See, that's not silly. I'm like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> right? Okay, see, this is already... I, I interviewed the cannabis guys earlier, and I think one of the things that's cool sometimes Holland Nine gets to be on the edge and say, "Let's talk about some things that might have some uh, already existing stigmas or stereotypes yeah. screaming going on." I love it. <laughs> and let's look at it like we're talking to somebody, and they're mm -hmm. telling us what this is actually like. And giant monster, I'm in. Let's let's hear more about how that even came around. <laughs> so, um, I don't know how it came around. Just somebody was like, can you pretend you're a giantess and you're crushing tiny people um, because you like to kill them? And I'm like, okay, sure. And they gave me a script and I just started stepping on them and laughing like I'm crazy and doing what he wants me to as a character and it worked out. Um, there's other stuff I do, but like maybe to you that seems like a, a plot to a movie, something silly, but to someone else, it literally is their kink. It's their thing that gets them going <laughs> after a stressful day, you know, uh, lotion and napkins, you know? So now, um, <laughs> and I, I apologize if these are sort of naive questions both no, to fine. you and to the audience at home, but when we say, uh, can you be a giant, is it assumed that you were naked while you're doing this, or is it assumed that you're going to, in addition to maybe you're touching yourself or something? I mean, like, mm -hmm. like, give us a little bit of, like, how that evolves from just, like, the concept getting thrown at you to what are they kind of actually, and how do you as someone maybe when you're first getting into this, what's that like to be getting instructions and requests like that? Um, I really like instructions and, and <laughs> orders and a script because it helps me keep my um, my improv organized or what I'm gonna do, like what like how many minutes in should I switch the, you know, I guess the scene or the, the angle. Um, and it's not always naked, actually. Okay. Um, a lot of the times I'm actually fully dressed. They say things like, I want you to wear a jogging outfit or wear leather leggings, uh, dress like a, like a schoolgirl, like stupid things that aren't really sexual, which I love. It's okay. just regular stuff. Um, there is, of course, being naked, but a lot of the times it's not really being requested. Okay. But it's, it's there. So I feel like even me asking that mm -hmm. already sort of shows an established kind of like 
stigma, which I totally apologize if no, it was offensive fine. for me to you know play into that. But I kind of feel like maybe that's a good way to address it, to put it on the table, because I don't really know how else to also approach an interview like this without asking some, you know, <laughs> let's ask what people are wanting me to ask out there, right? This is what yeah. everybody would be thinking when you say adult entertainment. Now, does it also then include stuff that would probably more likely, when you say adult entertainment, are we talking about sex on camera? Are we talking about, um, I did see some things on Instagram, like you have a booth at Exotica, so you yes. actually also, you're established, you yeah. have a thing, you have graphics, you've got like, you know, a real awesome web presence, yeah. by the way, so, Thank you. you know, like all that kind of stuff, it's really kind of neat to get to talk to somebody mm -hmm. and see like, how does that all get put together when adult entertainment, you, I don't think necessarily people would... Uh, look at it and see all the work and the craft and they yeah. would just kind of get stuck on the, the sort of hot button part of it being that it's about sex, right? Yeah, a lot of people think it's just sex. Oh, she's just fucking somebody on a camera without realizing that the sex on camera most of the time is acting. Like, yes, it's sex. Yes, it's it's that. But it's, it's not sex between somebody you choose, you know? Um, it's work. And a lot of people think like, oh, at least she's getting pleasure, all this stuff. But it's not. It's, it's literally acting. Like, there's so many cuts where the guy has to take a moment to just reestablish what's going on down there. <laughs> you know? Wow. I bet a lot of people listening to this just suddenly felt a lot better about their sort of normal day to day. Right? <laughs> They're like, oh, shit. Really? Wait, even the pros? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Humans. Even the pros need a moment. Humans. We're all humans. That's fucking crazy to learn again that we're humans <laughs> out here. So that's a good one. Everybody check that mm -hmm. off. We can chill. Light it, whatever you need to light, and we keep going. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, you can just cut it and crop it and edit it. Now, I mean, the idea too, though, so I think there's a lot of people, probably even myself included to a degree, that's sort of uh, how do you start to separate the idea that it's sex, which is usually associated with uh, someone that you're more intimate with versus someone I show up and maybe meet for the first time that day, and it's mm -hmm. sort of like, oh, that's the person cast in the role opposite me. Talk a little bit, if you can, about sort of, so so the folks at home and maybe even people who are hearing this who think they might be looking to get into this industry, which I know, I mean, like, you know, with the way that the web has made apps and things like OnlyFans, you know, it's, it's kind of like there's no gateway to stop people anymore. Yeah. So, like, uh, when you think about it from all the things that you had to think about when deciding to, to do this, what are some of the things that come to mind that you wish maybe someone would have warned you about or given you a little bit of a heads up, like, hey, this is something you're going to have to deal with. You're going to have to put together the web package. You're going to have to pay somebody <laughs> to shoot this thing. Yeah. And you're going to be fucking a stranger sometimes, most mm -hmm. of the time. I don't know. Um, am I kind of going too far? Tell me no. to stop and you start talking. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um... Most of the time I give myself a moment to like learn the person I'm gonna shoot with, like this one production company I've been working with for some time. Um, before I even shot with them, I spoke to them and it took even three years wow. before I even decided, okay, I feel comfortable enough to do it. But definitely a lot of people don't realize it's not like a friendship or anything like that, right? It's a business. So even though I could be nice to you online or like, People who do the same thing are nice. It's it's actually like a business. People take it like too personally. Like, let's say you're not making a video anymore with somebody who they thought was your friend. It's just a business, you know? Like people don't realize that like a collaboration can only go on for so long with right. certain businesses. People don't realize, they think it's like real life. And I feel like a lot of people don't know how to separate the personal to the business aspect of, I guess, making this kind of uh, adult content. 
and um, it's kind of sad. I feel like it's really obvious. Like, it's a, it's a job. I'm getting paid. <laughs> I'm doing taxes, right? Do you get defined as just being a podcast host? Like, you know what I mean? That's a good question. See, I like that. I like, thanks for flipping that back <laughs> on me. No, no, this is this is what needs to happen. Yeah. This is the conversation, and I appreciate that. <laughs> and you're right. No, and in fact, sometimes when, you know, someone starts and says, oh, so you do a podcast, I'm like, well, that's actually how I started here, but I actually am also a freelance video guy because I was a producer for 16 years somewhere. I'm on my own now, mm-hmm. you know, and you're right. It's like sometimes it's cool that it just starts a conversation, but sometimes when there's an uphill battle because they've already made up their mind about what you are and what you do, yeah. there's definitely a, a challenge there. Has there been anything that sticks out to you that was a particularly, um, uh, I don't know, defining moment where stuff like that is concerned where like wow this is going to be something I'm going to have to deal with and I got it now I understand but Mm -hmm. this was the first time and it really caught me off guard um when somebody thought that me treating them as a an individual like the thing is that my customers are my customers um fans are my fans like some are friends and you know both because they're supporting my business but if I you know if they're not my friends like it's kind of obvious. It's a business transaction. I keep it like that. But somebody thought um, me talking to them like a human being um, that we were going to get married and have, like, kids. Ooh, um, so wow. I, it's sad because I see a lot of people who probably don't have women who are treating them like regular people. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because of my job. Like, in, in a regular life, I, I treat everyone like regular people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like, oh, we're going to get married and stuff. But it was a consistent thing. And it was like, okay, that means I need to set boundaries. I can't just talk to people normally, even though I want to treat them all the way I would treat a regular person. Yeah. So that was something that made me realize that really, let's say like maybe almost six months in, I've been doing this for three years. Wow. So uh, I've learned a bit, um, but it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, my mind's just flooded with, like, I don't even know what else to ask you. I right? just start to go the safe routes of like, so where do you see this going? It's been three years. Like, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you want to do? Are there things outside of the adult industry that you're Hell trying yeah. to move into that maybe this was just a way to kind of get started on the path? Or, I mean, do you think you're going to always maintain a presence in the adult industry even when you're starting to branch out into other things? That's a lot of questions all at once, so pick whichever one you want to go <laughs> with and start if you'd like. <laughs> I think um, because I really do love my fan base, I think that they're always going to follow me no matter what I decide to do. Um, so I'm really thankful for that. I think I'm going to keep doing it until it doesn't make sense anymore because I feel like I'm young and I have my, my looks and my beauty. I might also use it all the way until I feel like I got enough. I am, I'm going to my gateway of what else I want to do. Um, I am interested in trying to like... I don't know, being like little cheesy Bihar movies. That's why I'm kind of <laughs> here, actually. I kind of want oh, to like, nice. meet people. That's what I was about to ask. Gary, is that what brought you to the horror con? <laughs> yeah, like I love horror, but also I lately I've been considering, I mean, I do adult entertainment. I do a lot, like I said, Giant Monster. I do much Giant more than monster. just that, um, <laughs> but it's acting. It's acting from the very beginning all the way to the end. It's about selling the act, selling the character. Even if I don't have the right utensils, the props, the the, the background, anything like that, the people don't care because they're waiting to see the product of my acting, and that's what sells it. And that's why people keep coming to me because I'm able to deliver the fantasy, mm, the, gotcha. the, the, the the character, whatever the case is. But I feel like I'm really good at that. So I feel like I can potentially do that in, like, something small. Oh, that's so good. Small scale. See, giant smashing know? the table. You're, 
I would have cracked this shit in half, and they would have been spewing. Yeah, I was gonna say, some dude's gonna like lose his nut all over the place. <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of people in the world, man. Let's all be real about it. Like the cannabis table, like we're finally get letting the potheads come out of the woodwork. It's oh, time to yeah. let the adult entertainers and respect sex workers. I'm, t- I'm friends with tons of uh, people on Facebook that I'm friends with for a long time before I even realize from their posts because maybe I wound up somehow on their friend page versus their business page that oh my god they are sex workers and mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of it, I don't know how to explain the sort of realization moment of like yo you know the 80s movies were telling us a lot of ways to think about the world and none of them were right for one because we clearly <laughs> wound up in the horrible uh, beginning of those post apocalypses but that sort of like putting people into these roles and that mm-hmm. this is always what this kind of person is this is always what this kind of person mm-hmm. is really has made it hard for people to open their eyes to the fact that everybody has their own sexuality mm-hmm. and that takes any kind of form and so why should just what the mainstream which is basically like the old white guys used to run everything yeah why should what they find <laughs> uh, uh appealing be the only thing that define you know what i mean so it's kind of it's kind of a neat time and i really i like the fact that we're able to talk about it like this yeah. and i appreciate you uh being vulnerable in that way which you know oh, it sounds course. like it's like probably not as hard for you <laughs> as it might be for some other people but uh, <laughs> that's kind of like using your gift as a superpower right you yeah. know trying to be there for everybody else too so so um, <laughs> let's talk about where people could find you mm-hmm. online and see the content we're talking about and become fans and stuff, if that's okay. That's fine, you of know? course, yeah. You know, tell them whichever way you want, and then they could find their ways. Maybe like oh, a safe one, like Instagram, and then if you want to go deeper, you know, however you nah, want to I'm do. pretty open, so like I just <laughs> say it straight up. You can find me, obviously, at Instagram. Um, it's Miss Killjoy. It's M-S-S dot Killjoy. Um, be careful. There might be a catfish, maybe a handful. Um... I go by Nick Slinka, so if it says Nick Slinka, you're probably following the right account. Um, I have an in- uh, not an Instagram, Twitter. You know, Twitter is great because it allows you to have, you know, oh, nips uh, and uh, buttholes and vaginas, you know? <laughs> so you you're can allowed see all as that. human beings to have those. Yes, yeah, you're allowed great. to show all the nudity. So if you're interested in nudity too, you go on Twitter, which is Nick Slinka, N I X L Y N K A. But if, you know, you want to buy stuff? Yeah, OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash Nixlinka or Nixlinka.com. That's it, really. <laughs> yeah, if you want to support her business, you know what I mean? If, and all of the artists like her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's be real about it. Everybody own your stuff. Well, yeah. thank you so much no for hanging out at the Hollow Night <laughs> Network. You know, we're yeah. one of the sponsors of the show. It's and great. Uh, we're welcoming all the fucking people who come out of the woodwork to say hi and mingle with each other. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, you know, there is a filmmaker in the room over here who has a movie that he just made that you might want to talk to him. Because, Which one? Was it Gamble? Uh, it was uh, Till Death to Us Part. Um, it's all the way in the back room where the cannabis table is, actually. He's, like, right next to the cannabis table. Is he the one with the weird, like, creatures on? He has a statue of, like, a half-zombie sort of, like, uh, thing. It's over on a pole over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over in the back. He'll show you the trailer of his movie. He might be somebody that you'd be interested in working with because he's yeah. bridging the gap. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's bringing that kind of, uh, like, mainstream, but, like, in the old-school B-horror movie. I love movie. B-horror movies, So yes. it's very, like, a Friday the 13th feeling, uh, oh, some yeah. of the trailer. My favorite. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, definitely check that out. And, uh, you know, listen to Hollow Nine if you like uh, talking about movies and TV shows and uh, Netflix and all that kind of shit. We're a good place for that. Or you just come to New Jersey Horror Con and put in a request and we blast music all day long and throw a big party. And, you have uh, requests for music? Yeah, yeah. What do you want to hear? 
I'm, I'm going to give you a few weird stuff. <laughs> it's just, Sunday. Just We're allowed people, to do the weird yeah, stuff on Sunday. Yeah, just to see people's reactions. <laughs> but also, if you, you do a lot of film stuff. Um, yeah. What do you say your opinion on is on Squid Game? Since I have not watched it yet. What? <laughs> I know, I know. I've, I've been under a rock doing work. Yeah, I've actually been, like, running marathons and stuff. But I, I'm seeing a lot of... It's very intense. It's scaring people. It's shocking people. It's almost too much. So am I wrong in thinking that it's going to be, I'm going to need to really make sure I'm ready for it. Like I'm going to have to be enhanced a little bit and maybe in a relaxed environment and have people there to support my emotional state afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm going to be real. Um, No, I just think Americans aren't used to reality. Oh, shit. It's like that. Okay, well. I mean, it's made in Korea, so. Yeah. Have you ever seen Parasite, the Korean film? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, what did that, how did that speak to you? Did you think, oh, my God, disturbing? It was, there was a lot to that that I felt like I can totally identify with why everybody is doing what they're doing. I can Mm -hmm. see every single motivation here, but I don't know which one I say is the worst and that's the hard part because by the end so much has been revealed that you're like there's really no good guys yeah. and there really are I don't know what the worst of the bad guys is but mm-hmm. um, I left I felt the worst for the husband who wound up getting stabbed <laughs> the one who had been living in the basement in the <laughs> room for the, like a, a year and, was, and yeah. but still as the guy walks I goes respect I was like yeah <laughs> Programmed to the last moment, man. Sadly. <laughs> but um, if you enjoyed that one, think of Squid Games kind of like that in terms of poverty. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's well. one of those. So I just figured it's, oh, sorry, throw That's something in it because, you know, you do media and I'm like, yeah, well, no, you know, I'm that. more than what I do. That, but look at this. Definitely. Look at this. We're bridging the gap constantly. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Tenet. <laughs> We're in the future, fighting the past. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's nice being on here, Dave. Thank you. Thank and you Hall so and I much, Nick Slinka. It was so cool to meet you. It was, it was so nice. cool to do that Freddy vs. Jason thing we did yesterday oh, yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> uh, everybody follow her. Everybody following her. Follow us. And uh, keep yes, coming follow back. follow him. To, come back Listen. to New Jersey Horror Con and hang out with us. And let's just keep this party going forever. Yes. And uh, thank you all so much. We've got more to come from uh, day three at New Jersey Horror Con. David Klum. Bye-bye. Nick Slinka. <laughs> thank you. We're out. <laughs> You've been listening to the Hollow Nine Network, bringing you the very best in fan-made media. That's the word hollow, the number nine, I-N-E. Find the Hollow Nine Network on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. Email us at hollow9podcast at gmail.com. Leave us your feedback. Join in the conversation and be a part of the action. Join in the fun. Hollow Nine.